Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. One thirty-four on a rockin' Thursday around Australia and New Zealand on whatever SEN or SENZ app you are using. Stephen McIver in the house till 3 o'clock before uh, Rick Dog comes back and takes us through his footy hour with the Phoenix footy hour. Uh, we are going to talk right now, though, the lads and I. The lads and I. That's Karen and Sam in the corner. With the lads, de- lads, lads. The, what? Lads, lads, lads. It's not a lad. It sounds like we're off to the World Cup on a lads trip now. <laughs> footy, footy. Let's go, lads, eh? Who loves football? Hey, Man Me. United. I love football. Hey. Cristiano Ronaldo. United. 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 Stephen, I was really... Have you two knobs finished? Yes, we have. I was, I was really impressed <laughs> you with can't that, say that interview Steve. you did there. Am I not allowed to? No, what, of course what, you can. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. That's bullying. <laughs> oh. HRable offence. Um, I was really <laughs> impressed with that interview that you just had there. And Great chat. Because it's such a weird time in football, and I think the way you approached it, especially with this Cristiano Ronaldo thing, which, besides the obvious location of the World Cup yeah. is probably the biggest story in football that we've seen in the last few years. Well, when, was that a compliment? Uh, after, it was. After, after dissing me on my dad jokes. It was. You, you know, know what? We got through that first hour. I survived. Yeah, yeah, and I, so I just, you know, decided to give got, you a compliment. I got a lot of dad jokes, particularly about retired people, but they just don't work. Ronaldo's not retired, though. Yeah, missed it completely. Do you think he would be? Just missed that joke completely. Yeah, well, Stephen, I told you, I'm, I'm quite <laughs> poor when it comes to dad joke behavior. See, he's got 503 million followers mm. on um, Instagram, First or Twitter, or Twitter, whatever. That. And uh, he, I think he's number one in the world. And he, so he's going to take up, I don't know what it is about him, because uh, he doesn't look 37, he looks about 27, he's still in great nick. I, I think the interesting thing, and you and I talked about this briefly before the interview, was uh, the owners of certain clubs now going, you know what, we're actually making no money out of this because, and I think it's been a conversation that a lot of owners probably do have, is that, the wage bill gets to a point. Now, I think Manchester United had a rule in place where they don't they don't spend over fifty percent mm. of their income mm. on wages. I think that was the case, mm. and if these glazers aren't necessarily you know spendthrift, so that wouldn't surprise me. But and then you look at the value of clubs, and this is where it'll, it'll get messier because right? Liverpool are on the block as well, right? My team. Yeah. So the 2022 report on values of club has been released by Sportico. Guess who's at the top? No surprise. And it's all about brand, and not just. And people tend to figure, oh, it's just about England. Ah, oh, no, 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 no. Manchester United is a a monster brand globally. They've got stores all over the world. Manchester United's value in pounds. 
is close to three and a half billion pounds. So double that, and we're talking seven billion dollars, right? Mm. That's at the level of NFL teams, yeah. and they they just monk. Second, funnily enough, is Liverpool at just over three billion pounds. Then follows Manchester City, Chelsea. Arsenal and Spurs, and then there's a huge drop off. So those six clubs, they're, they're they're the bee's knees. Everything else just drops off. So the next most valuable club is Everton, at three hundred and ninety-two million pounds. Like it's just like the drop off is ridiculous. Is this just in the EPL in the English? Listen, Premier I'm just talking the EPL. Yeah, yeah. Because I think like a, a big thing for me was. A couple of years ago, Barcelona got in big trouble financially. Oh, they, they just spend, spend, spend and yeah, probably borrow the bugger right And their man, Real Madrid, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that was the thing that Wayne was talking about is with football clubs like, and he mentioned Barcelona, Real Madrid and Manchester United, they are all self-sustainable. Like, they're the biggest clubs in the world. Like, millions and millions of shirt sales every year, uh, no matter who they've got in the team. As long as they're performing, the club is run on its own just due to this amazing fandom that they've built up and I think like I said to you before I'm not I'm definitely not saying that this is the case but I think especially with a lot of the controversy going on right now with with FIFA especially clubs are looking at these valuations and saying look do we have enough to go forward for the next five years with this club before it gets really bad I don't think so I think this this is the time right now where clubs will want to sell because I think that this is where they're going to see the most profit for their clubs before football starts taking a massive hit. These clubs lose a lot of uh, lose a lot of their valuation. They have to sell at a point where they don't want to. Glazers is a weird one because they obviously didn't have to uh, invest a whole of amount to take over they Manchester borrowed, United. They borrowed, yeah. borrowed, borrowed, borrowed a, a truckload, and the debt servicing will always be an issue for whoever buy, buys them. You'd love to look at the books, the books and see 100%. how much how much oh they goodness. they did but, buy. Is there uh, Sam? Can you answer this question? Is there a cap, a salary cap? In, in the Premier League, there's the there's the financial fair play regulations, but they clubs circumvent that any which way they can. the The biggest problem, and this is probably the biggest problem uh, criticism of the Premier League um, in its current state, is that you have these big clubs who have far uh, bigger resource and money than clubs that get promoted, um, and they've never been able to work out um, English football. Um, I think when you're in the championship, which is one down from the mm. Premier League, I think you get around about, it could be slightly off here, I think you get around about $10 million for being in the championship from broadcast rights, etc. Yep. Yep. When you go to the Premier League, instantaneously $150 million, I think, is what you get as a club for going up to the Premier League. Now, you think of a team that goes up in, in one year, one season, they get that inflow of money, and then... They can't compete with a Man City, Liverpool, etc. They lose a bunch of games and they go straight back down. And this is the problem that those the, the um, clubs that we're now seeing in the second and Sunderland's a good example that Netflix series Sunderland till I die. They get the big budget, so they go out and buy players. And they go out and get extra staff, and they up, uh, upgrade the parking lot, and they put a new stand in, and whatever. And then they get kicked out of the Premier League, and suddenly their budget goes from one fifty or whatever it was down to ten million again. And all of a sudden, the staff go, the players leave because they don't want to play Championship football, and it financially ruins clubs. Yeah, but and that, but you but you also have to go. Well, that's just financial mismanagement. Full stop. It is. It is. It, but it is. But at the same time, English football do need to sort out. And there is, I think, they, they're calling it like the promotion relegation support system or something to help you know, um, bridge that gap somewhat. But I think for, for clubs, and it's interesting, Kez talking about some of those big clubs, that now's the time to sell. Football, in my mind, there's, there's two sets, and this is very simplistic, there's two sets of owners. You have owners of somewhat smaller clubs who 
can make a lot of money by producing a, one or two superstars, right? Because if they can if they can get a guy for two or three million, turn him into a superstar and sell him to a big club for 60, 70, 80 million, they've made absolute bank on that guy, yeah. right? Yep. So there's, there's clubs that are there to make money and whether they go up or down is dependent on, that will depend how much money they get. But then these bigger clubs, 100% in my mind, are an ego thing. So you look at the Saudis investing into Man City, you look at... Um, uh, when um, Abramovich yeah, yeah. was, yeah, um, yeah, no. Chelsea. was with Chelsea, they're doing, they are not yeah. doing it for money. They are not doing this to make money. And and Abramovich even said that with Chelsea. like they, He didn't make money off Chelsea. He's doing it as an ego thing. They want to control a big-time brand in the world of football that wins titles and shows off their power and prestige. So it's funny when you have those two dichotomies. You've got clubs that are are trying to make money and you've got people that don't care about the money in terms of if they're making a loss they'll just keep throwing and throwing and throwing money at it very interesting sort of divide between the two and you know I think that's that's the problem is that, that clubs who have 600 million to spend a season versus a club that has 30 million you're always going to get um, a massive disparity in results yeah, it's going to be interesting one to watch. I just, I just think it's sad, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap the discussion here because I think one of you is going to do what's making news, aren't you? Yeah. Um, I just think it's just sad that a brand such as Manchester United, which has such a storied history, uh, is allowing itself to get its in this position. But as 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 Wayne quite rightly said, for the first time in a long time, they did the right thing. Sorry, Ronaldo, not putting up with this contract wrapped up. We we could screw you everywhere in court. So see you later. Can I ask you just one quick um, question, Stephen? What yeah. would you rather, um, a, a league that's salary capped, and if you look at some of the North American leagues where it's salary capped, you're constantly getting new winners. Yeah. Um, you don't get super team. Well, you know, very rarely do you yes. get these massive super teams. Or, Players are spread out across the competition. Or is there an argument to a non-salary cap league where you get no. very exciting brands of football from teams that are packed with superstars? Uh, look, I, I think... I think when you talk about that fair play thing, it reminds me of the NFL where they have luxury taxes, right? Mm-hmm. They do have a, a cap. cap. Yeah, soft, have a soft cap. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know week to week who's going to win in an NFL game, right? Same same deal. I think that's a better way of doing it. I think I think there's got to be financial repercussions for overspending. I think they've got to have a soft cap. And then I'd be happy with that rather than people just going willy-nilly and, and having superstars and, and basically destroying any other team's confidence of ever making it to the big time. There you go. We'll leave it at that. If you've got some thoughts, 0800 150811. What's making news is coming up. It's Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now.